welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today as we finish up this little three-episode series on mental health talking today about joy, which is the other side of the mental health challenge of things like sadness and anger comes this aspect of joy that I'd like to dig into um, in great detail here today, because I think it's something that needs to be understood, the difference between joy and happiness, and, and where do you really get the joy from, and how does the joy remain, and all those sorts of things. Our mental health is as important as our physical health. And that's an absolute truth, and I think that's what's becoming more and more clear to folks, and it certainly seems to be in today's contemporary conversation. Our relationships are better when our emotions are healthier. Again, just absolutely a truism for sure. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, that is absolutely uh, the, way, the way it is, and so it's just really important to spend some time to try to gain greater mental health. Now, again, you know, there's nothing that can replace uh, therapy, talking with uh, a counselor, um, sometimes uh, the use of prescribed medications. All these things have a role in mental health. And in no way am I trying to say that in uh, a 30-minute podcast episode that uh, I can help you with things that may require greater time and greater depth. But from just the standpoint of trying to monitor our mental health, and particularly today when it comes to joy. There is much that I can share, much in one short episode that would go a long ways. And frankly, I don't know how many therapists or counselors could really uh, help you any greater in this particular area. But again, things like clinical depression, uh, serious anxiety, those are things that are beyond the scope of what we're uh, trying to accomplish here and what we, we can do. But when it comes to um, trying to give an understanding and an oversight, like last week with anger, some just real helpful uh, ways of identifying why you get angry and how you respond and what you can do about it, I think these can be very, very, very helpful. So I look forward to uh, sharing with you today. And, you know, just to give you a kind of an o overview of just, you know, how does uh, sort of God see uh, life and our joy. If you go back into the Old Testament of the Bible, it's really interesting because you'll see that God really encourages people, his people, to establish these festivals, times of celebration. There are seven listed in the Bible. Five are joyous, two are to be solemn. So God has certainly a um, a desire for us to pause at times and have these times of solemn reflection. But five to two would indicate that, that God is very interested in our celebrating, our being joyful, that God wants us to be joyful. And in the book of Philippians, in the New Testament, we're really told, you know, to, to be glad, to have joy, uh, and it's repeated, you know, and again, I say, Philippians 4, 4, rejoice, which means to have joy. And never in the Bible, this is just a good little tip for you, never in the Bible does God repeat himself unless it's for a very important reason. So whenever you see repetition 
in the Bible, you should always take note because God repeats himself must be really important. And here today, one of those repetitions is, is, is this. Always be joy, always have, be joyful, always be glad. And again, I say to rejoice. It's, wow. So how about just, uh, why would we have joy? Like where, you know, where does uh, the joy come from? How, how come we, you know, you say, hey, I don't really feel very joyful, Rick. And I don't know why, you know, why I would. What, you know, what can you say to me in that regard? So here, I'll just start right here. This is in the Bible. A lot of, there's going to be a fair amount of Bible today because the Bible is the place to understand joy as well as anywhere I know. First Peter 1, verse 8. You've never seen Jesus. You don't see him now. But still, you love him and have faith in him. And no words can tell how glad, joyful, and happy you are to be saved. This is why you have faith. So when you come into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and you do that in faith. I mean, there's incredible evidence for, say, the resurrection, which is the foundational point of Christianity. Jesus dies for our sins on the cross, but death is not enough. He has to be risen. He has to rise up from the grave, proving his victory over death and sin. And so the resurrection is really the, the key point of history. Because of the resurrection, Jesus then becomes the way to God. He calls himself the mediator. There's one mediator between the Father and, and humanity, and that is Jesus. And so when you come into a relationship with Jesus, relationship with God through Jesus, who's also God in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. By the way, when you get saved, what we just read, you receive the Holy Spirit. So there's the third part of the Trinity. You receive the Holy Spirit in your life. So you are saved by Jesus to have a relationship with the Father that you might receive the Spirit. And so just that reality gives you great joy because two things then happen that are incredibly impacting in a person's life. Number one is having established a relationship with God, you then, and having now the Holy Spirit to guide you, because that's what the Holy Spirit does, he guides us, you now have an opportunity to discover God's plan for your life, to live out God's purpose for why you're here on this earth. And having a purpose gives you great joy. And then the second aspect is knowing that when you die, that you will go to heaven, that life is not over, that life isn't just this short sojourn and then it's, it's nothingness forever, but that you will then go to heaven and be with Jesus for eternity, those realities root you in just a deep-seated joy. This doesn't mean things always go your way, and I'll talk more about that, happiness versus joy. But just remembering that you're forgiven, that you don't have to live in guilt and shame, that God has a plan for your life, that there is a future for you in, in heaven, it's just absolutely fantastic. So that becomes this foundational joy. That's why the Bible can say, always be joyful. And again, I say rejoice. Because you can always be, that doesn't say always be happy, but does say always have joy. Joy comes 
in knowing that you've been saved and in seeing other people saved. In, in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, verse 7, tells us that there's joy every time someone puts their faith in Christ and is saved from their sins, there's joy. So this whole thing of this salvation is just a gigantic joy creator. Every time someone comes to Christ, there's joy. The person who comes to Christ now is filled with joy and can live the rest of their life with joy. It just It's just an absolute prescribed, guaranteed way to make sure that you have this aspect of your mental health. I mean, it's just, it's like undergirds everything else. And it is available to anyone who is saved, anyone who puts their faith in Jesus for their soul, their eternal soul. Joy comes in knowing that everything that happens to us, we can seek to understand the purpose. Now, doesn't mean we'll always understand things. There are many things I don't understand, but there are many, many more things I do understand than those that I don't. And, and I think that's, again, part of the joy that comes in knowing that the Holy Spirit is guiding and directing your life so that you're frankly just more aware of God's purpose and plan than someone who is not in a relationship with Jesus. There's just a, a significant difference. And so even though you don't understand everything, understanding more things than someone who doesn't have faith, it gives you a definitely a greater joy. There's just no other way to describe it than that. Then just in keeping with this relationship, then, you know, sort of watch what happens next. So now joy comes in knowing you're doing the right things in your life. There's so much negativity that can come when there's so many negative emotions that come when you know, like shame, like guilt, when you know that you're not doing the right things. You can have great anxiety about it. But when you are endeavoring to live a life of following Jesus, Jesus is your leader, following Jesus in terms of his teachings and what the Bible tells us, the Holy Spirit is guiding and directing you. Now that there's, there's simply joy that comes out of that. Doesn't mean you always do the right thing. Doesn't mean everything always goes the way you hope it would go. What it means is that you know you're on the right path and you know your, your motivations are right. And so even though you come up short at times, there's joy in knowing you're going in the right direction. See, happiness is more of a kind of a temporary experience based on circumstances. I'm all for happiness, by the way, and I've spoken on it before. I've done entire episodes on this podcast. So there is an absolute place for, for understanding and pursuing happiness. Joy is simply a, a sort of a deeper more long-lasting emotion because that is really rooted in God's presence in your life. You know that God is with you. He won't leave you. The Bible says he won't forsake you. You know that he's got a plan for you. You know there's a purpose. So you're able to live life in that reality. 
And that is a marvelous way to live your life. It doesn't mean you'll never have any mental health challenges, but it definitely means that you have uh, greater mental health overall by far. And that day in and day out, month in and month out, year in and year out, you're, you're simply going to have stronger mental health because at that foundation point, you have the joy. Now, you know, joy certainly comes through other things like you know, Christmas and birthdays, anniversaries, promotions, awards, victories, you know, whatever, whatever you want to talk about it. it, it I mean, that's, that's a, a part of, of it as well, you know, and, and sometimes I don't think we take full advantage of it. And, and I think, you know, I, I, I know a lot about that because it's, it's been a, a, an issue in my own life. And, and here's what I mean. I had a mentor sit down with me one time and he said, Rick, you know, you're just such a type A driven type person. And you're always going from one thing to the next thing, one victory to the next victory. But you don't pause and really smell the roses. You don't really enjoy the victory. And and, and if you know anything about athletics and, and coaching and things like that, you know, coaches will always say that the losses affect them so much more than the than the victories. It's crazy, right? It's like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, it just bugs you to lose more than you sort of are joyous at winning. And, and that's not the way it should be. But I, I, I've battled that. I, I know what that's like to, uh, you know, to start something from scratch, which I've done a number of times to, you know, write books and uh, graduate from prestigious universities and blah, 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 and lots of other things I could talk about. God's blessed me with these victories, but it's it's amazing how we can kind of just move past them. So I think it's good to just pause and really enjoy them, enjoy them before we, we sort of move on to, you know, to the next thing. That, that And that's why it's good sometimes to put, uh, you know, frame stuff, put stuff up, you know, where you can see it that kind of just reminds you, you know, that things that have happened and, and that you can be joyous about. And, and uh, when I redid my office, I, uh, I, I had them put in kind of this um, curvature, like at the corner bookcase and, and then running all up it are just some, some of my books that I've written just displayed. And, you know, just every time I walk in there, there they are. It's just, it's a good, it's, it's a good encouragement. There are pictures, there are degrees, there are, you know, just things that uh, really I think are important. And I, I'd encourage you to do stuff like that. I think it really, it really helps. There's certainly joy in uh, helping people in serving God by helping people. There's just great joy in that. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And, you know, if you, if you need more joy in your life and, and I'm going to transition here and kind of pivot to how you can have joy consistently in your life, then certainly Helping people. If you're not helping people, you're missing out on the joy. I've spent my life helping people. It is a guaranteed way to have joy in your life. Absolutely, positively, no doubt about it. If you look for ways to serve others, if you look for ways to help those that are hurting, those that are needy, if you look for ways to bring encouragement, if you do those things, it's going to bring you a lot of joy as you help other people and you see the joy that they have by you being able to help them. And if you're not doing any of that, that's the first thing I would say to you. 
You want to increase your joy? Go help somebody else. Find a ministry in your church. Find some way in the community that you can help those who are in need and watch what happens. You'll, you'll be, you will be amazed. I think, and here we go, you know, with other ways to consistently have joy. You have to look for, you know, what to celebrate. You have to look for it. Like, find things that you can celebrate. Seek seek the fun. Seek the, you know, look for it. You, sometimes we just, you know, day in and day out, it's the same old thing and all of that. And especially now this pandemic is winding down and you can get out and do things that you haven't been able to do. Get out there and look for the fun. Look for the things to celebrate. Look for the things that you can enjoy and that make you laugh and that you have a good time and and if you'll do it i mean you'll really you'll be just filled with the joy we are uh just having just as i'm recording this just this week here in virginia in june where we're having some just exceptional weather i mean it's really weird it's like it's not super hot and humid it's really nice and just being able to just you know, enjoy that. Just say, wow, this weather is great. Let's just get out and enjoy it. Had lunch outside yesterday. Man, it was beautiful. You know, just look for ways to lift yourself, lift your mood, improve your mental health. Joy really can counteract discouragement and depression. Now, not clinical depression, but depressive moods and self-pity. It is the counteracting force to those types of things. So if you start to fall into depressive mood or, or self-pity or, or you really get kind of discouraged and bummed out, then the, the, the way to counteract that is joy. So again, what can you do then to increase your joy? Help other people, look for ways to serve, look for things to celebrate that will really lift you and, and, and bless you. I mean, there's a reason why we have these times that are marked as celebration. We just we just marked a new one. We have a new federal holiday now, Juneteenth. It just uh, just happened, so we have a time now to celebrate the absolute pl- complete freedom of all slaves and all black people from terrible injustice and oppression. What a what a great thing to celebrate that that took place and that 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 took place a long time ago, over 150 years ago. Thank goodness it, 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 it happened that long ago that it didn't happen recently. But of course, we do know that it was only more like 50 years ago, maybe 60, 50, 60 years ago when, well, less than that. Yeah, you know, 50 years ago or so when we passed civil rights legislation that really moved things in the right in the direction and certainly that it should have been, say, a lot earlier. And now we continue to have to look for ways to have the fairest, most uh, equal and um, just society that we can. But hey, let's celebrate these things. Joy really acts like a a medicine. The the Bible actually talks about that in the book of Proverbs. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of fascinating. The Bible says, you know, if you're cheerful, if you're joyful, you feel good. If you're sad, you're hurt all over. We talked about sadness, and we, now we're talking about joy. I mean, if you're joyful, you feel good. It's it's like medicinal. So you, you need to seek out the joy every chance that 
you can because it, it has those medicinal healing qualities to it. And again, you can seek it out. It's not going to have any joy. Yeah, well, you can find the joy. Here's another just fascinating wisdom from the Bible. It's the book of Nehemiah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy gives us energy and strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So again, when you're when you're living in God's plan for your life and you, you have a purpose and you're trying to use your gifts and talents to be a blessing and a help to other people, when you're looking for ways to be joyful, when you're looking th for things to celebrate, when you're looking for those, marking those times uh, that you can have fun and, 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 and laughter, then there you go. Absolutely. And, and let me just say uh, about laughter, you know, it's, it's really important. When we were in the throes of the uh, beginning days of the pandemic, I mean, when, you know, you remember those first couple months when it was like a really a total shutdown. And, and I told you repeatedly that I, you know, I never really stopped. And, and, but during those two months, I was the most limited that I, uh, that I was during the entire pandemic. And I went back and watched the series Cheers, which was one of my favorite television series back in the day. And I, I went back and rewatched it and it brought me so much laughter. And it just really lifted me in that in those sort of dark days because the laughter is a, a medicine that can bring you joy. So, and, and I love to listen to these, uh, you know, comedians. And, and that's another thing I did was, you know, whether it's Jim Gaffigan or Sebastian Maniscalco or Nate Bargatze, those are some of my favorites at the moment. Uh, I, I watched all their all their specials. I just bought tickets for Nate Bargatze's uh, tour that he's going to be stopping here in Richmond in October. And uh, yeah, just looking for, for ways to be able to to have laughter, it's it's doing it now. What's interesting is that the Bible says in Galatians that joy is the is the result of of God's spirit in a, in in us. In other words, it calls it the fruit of the spirit, the the produce, the production, the result of God's spirit working in us is joy. So the more that we're just following the spirits leading in our lives, the result, the produce, the production will be joy. There it is. Here's another. Joy comes when we consistently look at what we are to be grateful for. In other words, if you want to increase your joy level, here's what you can do. Think about all the things that you can be grateful for. Not all the things that are wrong, not all the things you wish were better, but the things that you can be grateful for. The more that we can just and again, I've talked about this before, but always have people that are listening that are new, you know, just taking each day, starting your day and or ending your day with a reflection on what you can be grateful for. You'd be amazed. You will be amazed. It will create joy in your life. If you don't believe me, just try it. And there's other things you can do, a journal that you can keep little slips of paper that you can write something and then you just drop them in a jar and then you read them on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve or some other time and you just look back and go, wow, all the good stuff that happened. Just write it down when it happened and then you forget about it and you get to the end of the year and you're like, 
Holy smokes, there's really a lot of good things. Joy comes, here's another, joy comes from giving and being generous. I, I love to be generous. Just uh, just bought people a meal the other night. Really, they really appreciated it. I was happy to do it. One of them's moving away and it just wanted, we just wanted to send them out on a, a high note, have a nice night together and bless people, give to people. It brings you a great amount of joy. I've gotten a great amount of joy in my life just giving to others and being generous. I just, uh, I, I, I love to do it. It's part of my love language, so it's easier for me to do maybe than some, but I'm telling you, that's just so special when you can bless people, when you can give to people. And I just think through the years, the, the generosity that I showed, even to say like, even I'll just think of like my mother and my mother-in-law, just some things I did for both of them. And man, I'm so glad I did because uh, they're not here on this earth anymore. And uh, it makes me glad to think I could have brought some happiness into their lives by being generous to them. I'll tell you some fascinating research says that the more joyful we are, that our intelligence actually rises. Now listen, because we stop diverting resources to think about anxiety. So we actually function better intellectually with joy because we don't divert our resources, our mental resources. So Anything you can do now, and I've given you, you know, five or six different things to do to increase your joy. Anything that you can do to increase your joy is going to help you in your mental health. Yes, just in that aspect, but even in another aspect of your, your, your mental well-being, and that is your, your, your intelligence, your intellect. Here's another, same study. The result of being joyful is a tripling of creativity. Tripling. Wow. That's amazing. To triple your creativity. Now, I am, by definition, a content creator. You know, I'm a guy who does a podcast and writes articles and writes books and speaks. So, I mean, I got to come up with a lot of content. So I need a lot of creativity to do that. I can't afford to have that go down, but man, tripling it, I'm all for that. In fact, some people have said to me, you know, through the years, like, Rick, how do you do it? I mean, how do you pump out this weekly devotional and a weekly podcast and speaking at a church, which I did for a number of years, and write these articles. I mean, how do you do it? And I think the answer now is, well, I guess the joy. The joy helps me to be more creative. The joy gives me the creativity. And here's one final aspect from this study, and that is productive energy rises 31%. So you see a 31% increase in your energy to do productive things when you're joyful. So, I mean, really, you know, like, wow, you know, if you didn't, already know that joy beats other emotions. I mean, the, the research just kind of overwhelms and says, yeah, it's absolutely the fact. 
When I was a kid, there, we used to sing this song. It went like this. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. And then whoever the person was that was leading it would, would shout out, where? And then we would respond back, down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And, you know, that is just powerful. It's a, it's a kid song, right? But, you know, I got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Where do you have it? Down in my heart. Where? It's in my heart. It's there to stay. And when you can get the joy and it, it will stay with you, boy, that's a great way to live. So there it is, friends. Where does the joy come from? And how can you increase joy in your life? The reasons for it and the way you can increase it. I hope that, and you, you can see the wisdom of the Bible today. I mean, there's just people say, well, that's just some book from a long time ago. Well, all these principles I shared with you today all come out of the Bible's wisdom and has a lot to say. And then, and then you have contemporary research that shows you that if you have joy, your intelligence increases, your creativity increases, your productivity and energy increase. So, wow, pretty, pretty strong case there. So I hope that you will pursue how you can have greater joy in your life and put into practice some of these principles. So let me just say that this concludes um, our first uh, season of uh, 2021. We are now going to take a break for the next two months or so as we, uh, uh, over the summer season in July and August, and I will be back. Uh, as I said before, I'm going to be traveling a, a fair amount. I think I'll have some great experiences and I'll be able to share some of those with you and, and, and the benefits, you know, not just share stories, but why they might be beneficial to you. And I look forward to, to doing that. But for now, we're going to take a break. You can always go back and listen to old episodes if you're new to, to the podcast that you've missed in the past, which could very well be the case. Just go back and I mean, you're, we're getting up, you know, over 80 episodes. So you got a lot to choose from. But again, last time, you know, we did all of them 60 something in a row. And that was kind of tough. So now we're going to do, do some and take a break and we'll be back for some more. So look forward to what to to doing some more episodes uh, with you in, in a few months. Have a, have a great summer. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.